Super Talk Mississippi media production. We're into October now on the uh, opponent preview series here on Thunder and Lightning, and we are talking about the Auburn Tigers. Always such an important game for Mississippi State. And, you know, we talked about Kentucky last week, sort of the same thing here. Mississippi State playing Auburn for the last time until we don't know when, ending a, a continuous series that goes, that goes back to the 50s. Richard Silva joins us. He covers the Tigers for the Montgomery uh, Advertiser. We had you on. You took the job, what, the day that that Freeze was hired? Is that accurate? So it was actually the day uh, Harson was fired was my first day. It was uh, Harson fired, um, Cohen hired, and uh, Cadillac was named the interim all within like the first six hours of me having the job. That's a, that's a hell of a first day on the job. So <laughs> settled in a little bit for you, and obviously it's settled in a little bit at Auburn. The 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 we're, we're more into football now when we talk about Hugh Freeze. And, of course, it's got to start at the quarterback position. They have hit the transfer portal and bring in a guy that they, they are hopeful that can can be their starter in Peyton Thorne. What do you think about him? What's the early impressions? that he is he going to be the starter? Is he going to be a guy who can elevate Auburn? Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me on again. But um, to answer your question, you know, it's Hugh hasn't really given much of an an answer of who of who's going to be the starter, and and he won't. I don't think he will. He has no reason to budge because he wants to keep that competition going up until you know. I would presume game week week one versus UMass. But I mean, if I had to choose just based on reading the tea leaves, I, yeah, I would say Payton is probably going to be the guy. I think you just look at Hugh's history. Um, obviously, at Ole Miss transfers. Um, Bo Wallace, Chad Kelly, and then at Liberty he had Malik Willis. So, you know, he's had great success with transfer quarterbacks before. And I was actually looking at some numbers about um, Peyton Thorne for a story I've got coming out tomorrow and something I found interesting. And obviously he regressed some last season, but in 21, he was very good with, uh, with Kenneth Walker by him. I believe they went like 11 and two or something like Mm -hmm. that. But he had uh, his average yards per attempt were 8.3. And in the SEC last year, that would have been six. The only guys better were uh, the five guys that went to the NFL and uh, Hooker, Bennett, Young, and Levis. And then KJ Jefferson mm-hmm. uh, was the sixth or was the fifth there. So um, I, th- I think Thorne does some some really good things that that Freeze likes. And yeah, if I had to choose right now, I would, I would say Thorne. And that leaves Robbie Ashford, who, you know, we, we saw a lot of, of, of athleticism from here a season ago, he made some plays, but we we think we all know he's sort of limited as a passer. What what does his position become now? Does he does he stay at quarterback? Does he give them some packages where he can be brought in? What what's going to be the deal with Robbie Ashford? Yeah, so usually, like personally, I'm a typically against like yeah, to or having certain uh, packages for a backup quarterback. I think, in my opinion, I think it's silly. I think if you have your guy, you should roll with your guy. But I think Robbie is unique in that he, I mean, with the ball in his hands in the open field, he's he's like electric. And I don't think I appreciated it when I was watching or when I was covering the team for that last month, just because my head was spinning with so much going on. But I've gone back and I've watched some of those games. And yeah, Robbie, he he's unbelievable. I mean, he, he moved great against Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. He helped Auburn rush for I forget the exact number, but a bunch of yards against Alabama, despite losing. Um, I think there will be some packages. There have to be, in my opinion, some packages with with him on the field, just because he brings such a he is such a, a dynamic runner. And then speaking of runners, you know Auburn is such a great tradition of running backs, and it, it appeared Jarquez Hunter was going to be the next guy in line from that, the Mississippi native. 
but some obviously been some offseason controversy for him. What's his status with the Auburn team right now? Uh, yeah, it, you know, it's kind of unclear up in the air. The last update that we kind of got was at a SEC spring meetings and somebody asked Hugh Freeze if anybody on his team was suspended. And he said that he does not comment on any ongoing um, issues or situations. So they the, the, they haven't even officially said that it's Jarquez that's suspended. But, you know, again, reading the tea leaves. But we don't know for sure. Um, it's up in the air. We'll, the next time we talk to Hugh will probably be when fall camp begins. And we'll see if Jarquez is there. And, I mean, whether he's there or not, I'm sure he's going to get a question about it. This Auburn team, when I look at them on the depth chart, what stands out is the lack of of known names. You know, there's not a lot of known commodities at the skill positions uh, for the Auburn Tigers. You know, even if Thorne can come in and and be a a competent quarterback, got to have guys to throw to. Who are those guys for the for the Auburn Tigers this year? Yeah, so I mean, the roster is really overhauled. I think the the count is forty two scholarship newcomers. So I mean, basically half. Um, in terms of wide receivers, it's again a bunch of new a bunch of new guys um, hit the transfer portal really hard. I believe it was four transfer uh, wide receivers this offseason. So you had uh, Caleb Burton from Ohio State, uh, Shane Hooks from um, from Jackson State, mm-hmm. uh, Jair Shorter from North Texas, and Nick Mardner from uh, Cincinnati. And out of those guys. Personally, I just looking at the numbers and from what I've seen, I think Jair, Jair Shorter brings something really interesting. Last year, I think he caught a he only caught twenty three passes, I believe, but it was he caught eleven touchdowns for like six hundred and something yards. He led the nation in uh, yards per um, uh, yards per completion or um, yards per catch, I should say. And I mean, he he's really dynamic. And then there's Rivaldo Fairweather, the Florida international transfer at tight end. So I think there, there's going to be a lot of new faces, and it's kind of like a like a mix and match uh, of talent, and it's just a matter of can they can they make it work with all these new faces? Defensively, it's kind of the same question. I mean, just just not a lot of known commodities out there on on this defense, and this is an Auburn team that for years, especially on the defensive line, has had monsters up there. Who who are the guys up front for Auburn this year to keep an eye on? Yeah, I think up front it's going to be a heavy rotation, and you know that's not unique to Auburn guys rotate on the defensive line everywhere, but I do think there will be a significant rotation here. Um, Justin Rogers, the Kentucky transfer, I think is a, is, is one a lot of people are keeping their name, uh, their eyes on. Um, there's the Mar- uh, Maryland transfer, uh, Messiah Nazilikite. He's, I don't know if he'll start, but he'll definitely be in that rotation. Um, there wasn't much attrition there in terms of guys transferring out. The only, the big name was Jeffrey Emba who went to Purdue mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think there's a uh, Marcus Harris up the, up there as well. I think there's a lot of good pieces there, but somebody has to to establish themselves as a that key that key difference maker. Maybe the the best guy on this defense is in the secondary and senior cornerback DJ James. Mississippi State fans might remember that name. He was committed to Mississippi State uh, for a time before I ended up at Oregon and then transferred uh, to to Auburn from there, I believe. I could be I could be wrong about that, but I remember him being committed to Oregon at one point. But regardless of that, it, can the secondary be the strength of this defense for Auburn? I do really think so. Um, every uh, player in the secondary that uh, logged a stat last season is back. I think they only had one departure in Craig McDonald, who he appeared in two games, but he didn't. There was no tackle, no path deflection, or anything like that. 
Um, I think that's going to be a really big strength for them. Like you said, I would probably say DJ James is probably the best player on the team, definitely on the defense. Um, and then opposite him, you've got Nehemiah Pritchett, and then uh, you know behind them at safety, guys like Jalen Simpson. And then I, who I really think is is, is going to be really good is uh, Keontae Scott, who's at that nickel, that kind of star position. Um, I think he's really good. Last year was his first year coming out of JUCO, and then now he's going to get year two. I, I I would keep an eye on him. One thing we know about Hugh Freeze from being here in Mississippi, I mean, he's going to come in and he's going to elevate this Auburn program. And in year one, you know, you think about his first year at Ole Miss, he took a two and ten football team and and turned them into a six and six football team with a lot of the same pieces that that they had before. And sort of a similar situation with the transfer quarterback. Auburn five and seven a year ago. How much can Freeze elevate this program in year one? Yeah. So at every spot that Hugh's been at at Arkansas State, at Ole Miss, and at Liberty they've improved in year one to what they were the year prior to he, to him getting there. Obviously Ole Miss, the, the most dramatic um, instance of that, like you said, going from two and 10 to I think seven and six. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, five and seven last year, I do think that they're going to be better than that this year. They've got four non-conference games that I believe they should win. They've got Vanderbilt, which I believe they should win. And then it's a bunch of toss ups after that. Um, you know, the Mississippi schools, obviously I believe they have Arkansas on there. Um, so I think, and and then you have the, the big games against LSU and LSU, Georgia and Alabama. And I mean, you shouldn't bank on winning any of those, but if you do great, but the, that's a long way of answering your question. I think they're going to be better than five wins. I think they make a bowl game. If I had to put in a prediction of like a regular season record, it'd probably be like around seven and five. Um, and then whatever happens in the bowl game, it depends on who they match up with. We will see. There's no question about one thing. With Hugh Freeze there, it will be interesting at Auburn over the next few seasons. Enjoyed uh, talking to you, Richard. Appreciate it. Richard Silva from the Montgomery Advertiser. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Brian. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.